Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to continue this series on Sexy Saturday and talk about Rebecca Ferguson. Now, many of you, as we enter the mid-20s of the Sexy Saturday series, might not recognize some of these names, but you might recognize their faces. So, Rebecca Ferguson is from the land of Sweden, the land of ABBA, and great pop music from people like Roxette and Robin in other places like that. But she is probably most famous now for being in the Mission Impossible movies. We have Dead Reckoning Part 1 coming out this summer. Therefore, there is already going to be a Dead Reckoning Part 2, which I'm assuming I like to think that Ethan Hawke's character will finally die. Maybe <laughs> Cruz will die recording and filming these movies. But uh, maybe that would be a good way to end it. Ferguson... It's just a beautiful woman. Uh, clearly, if she's in the sexy Saturday, she's got to be beautiful. And the thing about Ferguson is that she has a very European face to her. And she can do brunette and she can do blonde hair. And I personally like her more with the blonde hair. And in some of her TV and movies, she has done the white hair look. And that really, I think, catches the eye uh, more than, than maybe the brown hair. But she is just stunningly beautiful woman. As I mentioned, she is half Swedish, half English. Her mother is English. Her father is Swedish. And her mother, interestingly, helped ABBA, even though she's British, translate the lyrics from their 1974 album Waterloo into English. She also appears on the sleeve of the 1975 ABBA album. But either way... She did a lot of modeling, as the beautiful women do. And then eventually, she did a lot of television, mostly in Sweden. I think most people probably first caught her in The White Queen. At least, that's where I caught her. So I just made the assumption that was where everyone caught her who wasn't from Sweden. Because really, even though she's 38, she doesn't really start making an imprint in Hollywood until... Her late 20s, which of course is, is, is pretty late for an actress. But she does get her big break in The White Queen. The White Queen is a star's television show that is based on Philippa Gregory's historic novels, The Cousin Wars. It's like War of the Roses kind of uh, period of British history. This is going to be uh, mid to late 15th century. And she plays Elizabeth Woodville, who's the commoner who... Edward, I believe, is the king who falls in love with her. And she is quite striking in this television show. This is where she pulls out the blonde hair. And if you see this, I mean, she's already 28, but she looks much younger. And she just has that very pale skin, kind of like what, what you would say Elle Fanning, but a better face than Elle Fanning. But the very white, pale hair, the blue eyes, and the blonde hair. And she is quite striking in that. The following year, she does the red tent which is based on the novel that takes place in the Old Testament. She's in that. And then really, that's where she gets her big break in that in Hollywood, in that she does Hercules in 2014, 
which is The Rock. I mean, this movie was not good, but either way, she has a pretty big role in that. And then, boom, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. So this is where she gets her big break. And then it's interesting because her career after that is quite strong for the next eight years. So she does Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. She's Ilsa, by the way. So if you've seen the movies, which I think the large majority of you had, she she might be mistaken for Vanessa Kirby's character. But Ilsa is like the assassin that works against and sometimes with Ethan, mostly with if you've seen the movie, she's the one in that scene in the symphony uh, that is is wearing the beautiful dress that has the gun. Either way, she's in that movie. Then she does Florence Foster Jenkins. This is the movie with Hugh Grant and Meryl Streep where Meryl Streep's character thinks that she can sing what she can't sing. She does Girl on the Train. That is the movie with Emily Blunt based on the very, very popular novel by Paula Hawkins. I remember seeing that movie because I think I was in England when I read that novel and uh, that's the movie that uh, in the novel take place in England. 2017, she does Greatest Showman. That is the Hugh Jackman movie. She's got the second lead in that. Also in 2017, she does Life, which is a horror movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds. So again, picking up. She's working very quickly with well-known actors and actresses. 2018, she does Mission Impossible Fallout. 2019, she does Doctor Sleep. That's the kind of the sequel to The Shining. 2019, she does Men in Black International, which was a total flop. And then 2021, she does Reminiscence, which was a smaller movie. It had Jackman in it. it. Didn't do that well. And then, of course, she does this movie called Dune. <laughs> and Dune, Denis Villeneuve's great work. I mean, what a great director. He does Arrival. He does Sicario. All these great movies. She plays the mother of Timothy Chalamet in that movie and uh, Lady Jessica. And that movie is great. And she, along with Oscar Isaac, they play the parents, are very good and very affecting in that movie. So clearly Dune Part 2 is coming out this year. And so 2023 is going to be an amazing year for her because she's going to be in two gigantic movies. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, where she plays Elsa again. And then Dune Part 2. So kudos to her. She also was in 2023. She was in a television show, Silo which is over on Apple TV that I think she is the star. I have not seen that. I do not have Apple TV. So she is the star in that uh, TV show as well. So again, Rebecca Ferguson, what I would tell you about the Ferg is you need to look her up if you're not familiar with her. She's, she just has these like, like in terms of her looks, I guess the best way I would describe her because I think like blonde L Fanning does not do her justice. She just has this kind of freckly cute face and she has this just these alluring blue eyes and just like a better looking Ruth Wilson. Like I look at her and I kind of see a little Ruth Wilson, the British actress from The Affair and some other work. But she has a very, let's take a break. I wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life, to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 20, 
17, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. So she kind of looks like Ruth Wilson, but a more sophisticated Ruth Wilson. And, oh, I mean, Ruth Wilson does play sophisticated roles, but I would say a sexier Ruth Wilson. And she just has this kind of these, these the brown hair, blue eyed, Euro look. Just, just beautiful, beautiful, fresh face. Just gorgeous woman. Now, in terms of her personal life, she has two children from two different men. She was with a man, and her private life is kind of apocryphal here. So she was with a guy named Ludwig Hallberg in 2007. She gave birth to a son. They broke up in 2015. And then she's been with a guy by the name of Rory Dote, and they got married about five years ago, and she has a daughter with him. So they have been married, and they live over in London. So she's got two kids, and she's currently married so that's rebecca ferguson again if you don't know the name check out her face she's quite lovely and therefore she qualifies for sexy saturday guys i'll post a poll the cinema rag facebook group there's a link in the episode notes you let me know what you think of rebecca ferguson as always please rate and review this aspiring feed it helps with the algorithm on apple and spotify there's a link for paypal and there's a link to the website that hosts all these eclectical gregorio feeds until next time take care god bless and for Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow The Rag today. Until next time.